Happy afternoon to you. This is a little bit of a different thing. I wanted to get it here and sort of preface this uh, podcast. I this Today was funny. I had a lot that I wanted to talk about, um, and my brain is literally scattered everywhere. There's so much on my mind that normally I can have these conversations and I can create these podcasts and I can do this and get everything in sync, in, in, in sync. Um, but it didn't happen today. So today was hilarious because I left a few things out. I added a few things. I, I recorded other spots and then placed them back in. So for the first time on episode 168, I had actually chopped and edited this thing because I, there was a, too many points where there was too much dead air. My, my brain got wrapped up in my own thought. My general frustration with self took over. It was really funny. Must be a full moon. Something must be happening. I don't know. But I managed to get it in at around 30 minutes, which is where I wanted it. Uh, so without further ado, uh, let's drop the intro. Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught. I was thinking earlier, I wonder if the the, the gender people are going to get mad at me for my intro. <laughs> Do you think that by greeting the ladies and the gentlemen to the Mental Mastery Alliance podcast, that I'm excluding people? Well, I think Dave Chappelle said it best when he said, at what point does your game or how did he say it at what point does your to how much of your imagination do i have to participate in and i like that because these guys are running around like getting offended (laughs) um 
but it's okay to offend me with their offense. So in other words, they can be like, uh, did you just assume my gender? And I don't want my, I don't want to be in a situation where I have to fight that. Like, dude, right. We're playing a game here. You want to be this, you want to be that go right ahead. You can associate with anything you want, but it's got to be convenient to you. Cause if a, a straight thinking person like myself wants to associate as somebody who's been vaccinated, for example, I'm not allowed. And what? That's a medical thing. That's this, that's that. That's putting people at risk or at danger. Man, I don't even know. I don't even know what's going on anymore. I mean, every single thing that we hear anywhere at all is doublespeak. These guys are saying whatever they want to anybody. We have just an absolute egregious amount of echo chambers everywhere. Offending people and not offending people. Like take my Facebook, for example. It's garbage. There used to be a time when I had decent amount of reach. And it was great to be able to have these communications and these conversations and literally open dialogue where we could talk about virtually anything. Then some people would get angry and some people would get mad. And the funny thing about this too, if you think about it, who the fuck is fighting with people on the internet? What's that other meme? The guy laying in his deathbed? The only thing I wished, Ethel, is that I fought with more perfect strangers on the internet. And I'll tell you this, sadly, there isn't a single person out there that's got a, a ball in life, that's killing it in every aspect of everything, that's got the time to shit on anything that's going on on social media. So every single time you try to engage somebody in social media, you are literally allowing them to drag you down to their level. And of course, beat you with experience. Because there's a lot of people out there too, remember that don't want anything but the fight. They don't care what your point is. They just want to call you names for having a point. They don't care what's on the news. They just want to take it in and argue with anyone. And they can say to themselves, I've done my research. I listen to CNN. It drives me insane. It drives me, if I wasn't sober, to drink. It drives me to eat delicious fruits. Now, somebody might be listening that is offended by the fact that I eat fruit. Actually, nobody's listening that would be offended by anything. I'll tell you this. If you're easily offended, you're easily manipulated. And that fucking, that has to suck. To, I couldn't imagine. I mean, if I really think back to the last time I got aggravated at anything, it sucked. It was a terrible feeling to be like, I'm now feeling angry. Urgh, Hulk smash. Like, what the? Come on. Am I going to let your actions infuriate me? How fucking weak am I? That shit's not, that's not going to fly. So when you see all these people getting angry, like, fuck, that's got to suck. You got to feel bad for them. Pity them. Pity the small-minded people that are constantly angry at absolutely everything. But remember, too, that these people are being led. All of the BLM, all of the Antifa, all of these guys, they're, they're hired guns, they're hired puppets, they're designed to, 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 to just put on a show, right? And then, of course, to be the agent provocateur. So to anyone that's already of the mind that they want to either start a riot or they're pissed off at something, get out there and do it. But truthfully, who's fighting? You see all the last amount of riots were just like local businesses getting smashed and burned. So anyone that put any effort in 
got smashed and burned by anyone that didn't fucking care. Right? What does that say? That's division. We live in a world and a country, North America, all over the place that is not rewarding anyone that's putting their foot together. They're putting their foot down, putting their sh- getting their shit together. I got a lot of analogies rambling through my head at the same time. Putting your smash head foot down together. Unity. I don't know, man. Who's doing what, right? Then we look at things like Greta Thunberg, our old friend Greta. We live in a world where we're supposed to what? Just fucking let this kid roll in and say, how dare you? (laughs) How dare you? She makes me laugh, that one. And we're supposed to accept this as like science? Follow the science. This is the science. I mean, if you follow the science, you end up with a dollar. If you can't see that, well, how does that, that doesn't have anything to do with anything other than, again, you playing in your own illusion, right? And as Dave Chappelle said, how much of your illusion do I have to partake in? Because your illusion isn't my illusion. And that stems for everybody on this planet, in this reality, in this realm, in this hollow earth, in this flat earth, in this hologram, in this who knows. And I'll tell you that too. Every single person that thinks we're on a flat earth is 100% correct. Every single person that thinks we're in a hollow earth is 100% correct. Every single person that thinks we're on a globe earth, well, (laughs) they haven't gotten there yet. And what I mean by that is you can actually be 100% correct, you know, until you start asking questions. And that's the coolest thing in the world, right? It's not about impressing people or it's not about making people see things your way. It really, it, it breaks free from that. But remember too, when you break out of the third dimensional thinking, the I need the car, the money, the this, the that. I need fancy things. I need this, that, and the other thing. When you break out of the desire to make other people think something of you, you get to be able to truly be yourself. You get to be able to see sort of what what's really going on. And what's really going on is 100% up to the observer. So when I say things like if you think we're on a ball earth and you really start questioning it, that's the coolest part because you're like, holy fuck, this exists right now for me to understand that this can be debunked. Now, the problem with quote-unquote debunking things is people are trying to give you answers. Or you're trying to give yourself answers. And there really aren't any, because any answer that we could give ourselves, especially in the beginning, is based solely on the information that we have, which essentially is all false. So it's not like you can... You know, if we think two and two is four and we're trying to figure out what it really is, you know, how are we supposed to know that two and two is Vlargan if we've never even understood that Vlargan was a thing in the first place? And I've said this before on the show. I've said, you know, if you picture a reality where you're only allowed to talk of the three or four things out of a hundred, but you're allowed to talk of every variation of them, then you're not even, there's not even a full picture. I wanted to do an episode on music. And I even, obviously, I keep changing my intro. Um, Now, let me know, ladies and gentlemen. Let me know. Send an email. Send a text message. uh, 338-647-338-1265. Let me know if you think the intro is too long. (laughs) It's two minutes. (laughs) I'm entertained by it. I like it. Um... 
A funny story about that. I was I had mentioned that before. I couldn't remember if it was three three eight or three eight eight, and I'm not going to confuse you guys. It's three three eight one two six five six four seven three three eight one two six five. But I did get a phone call at five in the morning yesterday <laughs> from three eight eight one two six five, uh, and I wondered about that. I thought, how is that a thing? I mean, I screwed up on the thing, and and then that number calls me at that some peculiar hour. What a strange thing to see. What a strange occurrence. What was I talking about? That's right. I wanted to do a podcast on the music industry and how there's secret messages in there. And I never got around to it, even though like I could now, but it was like, I'm going to show this song and that song. And it, it got weird because now at this day and age, Every single song I listen to is them telling us a plan, what's going on, we're going to war, we're this, we're that. All of these things, I live in a town that you don't know, you know, where I come from, there's no sunshine. Like all of these things that were just in the in the songs. You now start hearing them. You're like, fuck, these guys have been telling us a story for a very long time. And I mean, shit. Anyway, I <laughs> I laugh. I am absolutely all over the place when it comes to this show. My brain normally has a uh, the ability to sort of track and, and remember where I was and what I was talking about and where I was going with all of this jibber-jabber, um, but it's it's slipping. So let's fall back to um, some things that I did want to talk about. Um, the echo chambers, the social media, the 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 fact that that everything is a derivative of war. Everything is a derivative of uh, how we think we're supposed to be. So when you look at your social media, again, back in the day, back before, I guess it was back before I became aware, I would get lots of engagement. And maybe that's because I was controversial, as in I was a dickhead. And I would, I don't want to say attack, maybe interrogate, or my words were chosen poorly. And I understand that. Like, there's so much more to having an open communication or saying something or engaging somebody because what you're going to do is you're going to trigger people. And when you are triggered, you're going to trigger more people. When you're living in a perpetual state of being triggered, you're going to trigger more people because you're saying things in like a dickhead form. You're just being a prick. And you, sometimes you don't even realize it. Sometimes you do. But what normally happens is like when you're being a prick, you kind of always have to be on guard for what comes back at you and you're expecting some sort of something. And when you stop being a prick and when you sort of start speaking with purpose and intent and a message, you realize that a lot of people can't combat that. And then you start thinking, well, because I'm now becoming articulate with my words, the people are going away um, or the people that aren't fighting. And it's a, it's a weird thing to sort of grasp. But what's actually happening from what I understand it is uh, Facebook is grouping us. So all of Facebook, all Instagram and all that sort of stuff. Back when this was all brand new, the algorithms were were wide open. They were learning and fixing and preparing them as we went. So everything was wide open. Um, it was crazy. It was actually a lot of fun. You know, you could you could connect with people that that you know back in the day it was like five to ten million dollars to run an ad on the Super Bowl, but for the same amount of money, you could connect with the exact same amount of people on Facebook because all eyes were on Facebook at one point. And now I think that most people are just gone. So when we talk about things like, uh, you know, your, your, your viewership is down or, or whatever the term is, uh, you're not, your engagement is down. <laughs> one of those days, guys. I appreciate y'all bearing with me on this one as I power through. Um, the engagement is down. 
and I think that this this happens now for a lot of reasons. One, Facebook itself, or all of them, not I'm just like, I'll just say the metaverse, like Facebook, Instagram, all of these dumb things, they are showing you, obviously. Well, they're also they're, you know they're 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 shadow banning everything, but they're showing you uh, things that you like. And this is an algorithm that that works not just on the computers, but in your life. When you start really tapping into things, you understand the power of thought. You understand what you focus on is is what's true. Like that whole secret thing, or or what's that other one? The fuck, I can't remember. But it's like the power of positive, power of positive thinking, or some shit. Um, man, it's true, right? All of these things that sound so elusive and so out there and so ridiculous are hundred percent true. Because if you think about this, every single person that's having a shitty day is having shitty thoughts. And then we think to ourselves, the shitty thoughts are because of the shitty day. But the truth of the matter is the shitty day is because of the shitty thoughts. <laughs> and we're like, no, that's not how it goes. And then, man, I had this conversation too, and I've tried to put this into a better terminology, but the best I got right now is you're not depressed because you're depressed and then. And you swap with the word depressed for angry, for upset, for hungry, whatever. The truth is because you are a certain way, certain things change. And we think to ourselves, no, this happened first. This was the series of events that created this version of me. But that isn't the case because every story that we tell ourselves changes as we tell it. So if you don't want to be depressed or angry anymore, honestly, you just, you don't have to. And then you hear people say, that's bullshit. You're giving bad advice. You're going to hurt people. That's, you know, there's, there's medication for this. None of us are trusting the medicine anywhere. I know the medicine. I've had the ADHD my whole life. I battled depression, anxiety, the better part of my life. And the only thing that made it go away was understanding myself better in the world that's been handed to us. It's not the meds. I was looped out on the meds. It it didn't make me happy. It got me stoned for Christ's sakes. Anyway, um, this isn't that. This is just a, 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 this whole episode is just a ramble on effect of, it's basically one giant run on sentence. That's what this whole episode is. But the echo chambers of social media. So people are dropping off like flies because nobody gives a shit. I mean, my usage on social media has dropped drastically. I just, I don't care anymore. Um, And it's not that I don't care about the people or I don't care about this. I just see over and over and over how the machine is overtaking any sort of personal connection. The most personal connection that we've got right now is me talking directly to you. This is like as close as it gets. And once you guys start, you know, becoming more interactive and, and that, with regards to this podcast and other podcasts, when you guys really want to engage with things, we can move mountains. And I think that that's, you know, that's a massive, massive feature to this world and to this reality. But as it stands right now, we are dealing with, I mean, look at all of the, (laughs) the random warnings that first pissed us all off on Facebook, right? The COVID attached warnings. Like how stupid do you think I am? That I need an independent fact checker to tell me what I'm thinking. Like, oh, that's not wrong. That's an independent fact checker. I'm like, you've blown it. The news sucks and your independent fact checkers also suck. And the only thing that makes any sense is the research that I do on my own. But I'm told that I'm crazy for doing research on my own, which is also part of the system. Then we have guys like Kyle Rittenhouse where people are getting behind him. 
I do not give a shit about Kyle Rittenhouse. Let's just talk about the story for a quick second. Kyle Rittenhouse shot three dudes, all of whom were previous offenders. And that's the story. Now, if you look at the story, it has holes. One of the guys he shot was like a five-time child person that was just a bad child diddler. I don't think, and I could be wrong, but I don't think in any time in history has somebody gotten five chances to diddle. So a five-times offender seems like he'd either be in jail for a long time or sitting in something electric. I don't know that for sure. I'm just saying it seems that way. But he's a champion, not the guy, the Rittenhouse that shot everybody up. So now the media comes out and says he's this, that, and the other thing. BLM is all over the place. And I never understood that. I actually had to get that explained to me. The BLM was like mad at him for some shit. I'm like, what the fuck for? There's no black people that got died and BLM is Black Lives Matter. But this is just another example of how BLM is a militia movement. Because the people that were camped outside were like, oh, these guys, the guys that were there were fighting and marching for BLM. But those guys came at the dude with a skateboard. They came at, they came at him to attack. Like this, this whole thing was, was, was online, right? And here's the thing. Anyone can say anything about that case. But when you just sit down and, and open-mindedly look at the stats and the facts, when I say the facts, I mean just the shit that they were handed. The facts to me are no longer the facts. The facts to me are what has been delivered. So when I say the facts, I'm like, these are the shit. This is the things that, that has been delivered to us. And these are the things that we have to figure it out from. And I don't think that this adds up to anything but confusion. Now, when I say confusion, I mean war. Because there are so many pros and cons to this one story that anyone can pick any part of the story and fight with somebody else. So if Facebook is 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 removing us and echo chambering us so that the people aren't fighting and then they're dismissing themselves and then they're leaving. And social and other medias are only showing a, a, a certain clip of certain things. That's how all over the place I am. I am now re-recording this. I'm just going to let you know for the first time ever. I'm adding an additional piece to this podcast because I forgot to do it in there. I, it, my rambles got away from me today. Kyle Rittenhouse, I tied him in with Greta Thunberg because Greta Thunberg is a champion for the right. I don't even know what the it's liberal left. It's right left in Canada and the States. They've even backwards it all up so that even that is a point of contention. Um, but she's a champion for all of these people that really want climate change, right? And climate change is being the Kool-Aid that everyone's being forced. How are we supposed to accept this broad as anything other than a kid in, in, you know, in propaganda mode? And we saw this too in Germany. They used the pigtail girl before. It's been used before in the same propaganda mode. But again, you talk about this stuff and you're crazy. Now, here's the real fun fact. I said earlier, and I'm not sure where I'm going to drop this back in, but you guys are going to notice that I've created this. <laughs> it's going to be two parts. Um, but I'm telling you, the crazy thing is the two of them have the same birthday. They're both born on the same day. And that is strange. Is it? Or is it just another tiny clue that says she's a crisis actor for some dumb shit and so is he. So they're playing both sides. They're easily able to manipulate both sides. And when I posted this, people wanted to attack me. And I said, you were programmed to attack. And am I supposed to pay attention to your attacks? Or can we all just say, this is possibly new information that maybe we should look into if we want to. 
<laughs> you know, there's no need to do anything, be anything, see anything other than what you truly want to do, be and see. Anyway, I digress. Um, back to your regularly scheduled podcast. And all of it really adds up to us fighting each other over the things that they selectively show us. You know, things like if it was really important, and, and here's the thing, from what the world is allowed to know of uh, Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein, who didn't kill himself, what we're allowed to know is minuscule. The Rittenhouse trial was all over the news. But they won't put Ghislaine Maxwell on trial on the news. And you hear things like, it's too gruesome, society couldn't handle it, blah, blah, blah. But all of these people, the things that are too gruesome that we're not allowed to handle are the things that the higher-ups, the elites, the presidents are being charged with, convicted of, mentioned. Three million pages or more of this crazy bullshit. The dissertation of Ghislaine Maxwell. The debriefing. And at the end of the day, people are going to want to fight you. Now, you have to ask yourself this. Are these people fighting you because they need to fight you or because you need to hone in on your skills? You need to hone in on your ability to um, communicate, research, understand. Uh, I think the only quote in the entire liturgy of quotes that came from Albert Einstein that I believe to be of any value was, if you can't explain it to a six-year-old, you don't understand it yourself. And that, to me, is kind of where we are, right? So when the people are fighting us, it gives you an opportunity to express your words and to understand yourself. But we get triggered. So our backs go up, their backs go up. Next thing you know, everybody's fighting and nobody's learning. Secondarily, why are these people fighting us? They're fighting us because they need to fight us or because we need to be fought with. Are we here to learn something from this engagement, this entanglement? I mean... There's so much that goes into every interaction with people out there, <laughs> your friends, your family, strangers. It's, there's so much that goes into it because every single thing that you're experiencing right now, especially in the fifth dimension, when you stepped out of the third dimensional train of thought that we've been bled into, everything is a lesson and everything is Okay. There is no right or wrong. There is no good or evil. There are only experiences. And everything other than that, we fill in the blanks. We create the narrative. So when I was saying earlier, how much am I supposed to participate in, in one of the other genders' story? How much do I have to participate in your story? Right? That almost sounded offensive to some people. But the truth of the matter is, if you're going to argue me on my points and you're going to be a dick about it and you're going to use ad hominem, how much of your story... Do I have to partake in? I posted a point not too long ago on, on somebody's post and some other random got back to me completely trying to rip me apart to which I just replied, you do you, bro. <laughs> that's on you. That ain't on me. That's not, that's not up to me. Which ties me into what I want to wrap up with today. I came across a post on Instagram that I can adore. This is one of the posts that is like, you just come across them once in a blue moon that, that just hit the nail on the head so perfectly well. Uh, and this one reads, it is not 
your responsibility to babysit people's insecurities. You are not obligated to slow down your bloom so they can meet you at a level they are comfortable with. Your growth is too important to dim the light within you for someone else still trying to find their own. It's incredible. It is not your responsibility to babysit people's insecurities. You are not obligated to slow down your bloom so they can meet you at a level they are comfortable with. Your growth is too important to dim the light within you for someone still trying to find their own. Yes, it's good to help people, but understand that you learn something about yourself every step of the way. And every time that you help and everything that you do to get in there to help to be is just teaching you more about who you are and what you're capable of. This whole world that we live in is crazy. It's frustrating. It's madness right now. But all of it, when you take the aggression out of yourself and you just observe the world for what it is without you trying to make it the thing that you want it to be, you really get the opportunity to sit back and go, man, this is incredible. And it really is. It really is because everything that we're doing, again, everything that you've ever done in your entire life is a result of your perspective, your understanding. You're not right about anything. I'm not right about anything. All of us are merely having an experience and there are no two people on in this reality, on this planet, in this concave earth, in this illusion, having the same experience. There are no two people having the same experience. Theoretically, we are all one, having multiple experiences, creating an image. It's like a movie shot with a billion cameras over a certain amount of time. It all comes together as one. Ladies and gentlemen, in the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice. Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac.